Hey, hey guys, welcome to Savvy's Tech Show, and I am your host, Savvy Tech Girl. In our first show, we spoke a little bit about Raspberry Pis, and today we're going to talk about what a Raspberry Pi is. Uh, if you're into technology, if you're into home media centers, I'm sure you have seen a little bit about Raspberry Pis. Um, there are other ones out there. For example, there's one called a BeagleBone, um, and there's lots more coming on the market. But I want to explain to you what a Raspberry Pi is and maybe talking about a few applications that you could actually use them for. So first off, let's talk about what a Raspberry Pi is. So you're going to get this computer, and that's exactly what it is. It's a microcomputer. You can order them on Amazon, Amazon.com, Amazon.ca, or you can get them from um, small electronics stores. We have one in the Burlington, Ontario area where you can go in and uh, buy them. You need to remember that when you're buying a microcomputer, unless you buy a kit, all you're going to get is the computer board. You're not going to get anything else with it doesn't come preloaded with anything on it either. So if you were to get it home and plug it in, it's not like a desktop computer where Windows would load or um, your OS X would load or Linux would load. There's nothing actually pre-installed on them. Okay, so what you're going to need to do is if the computer does not come with software, new out-of-box software, so a knobs, uh, and it'll be on a micro SD card, then you can jump over to raspberrypi.org and you can download the image file for the computer. So the Raspberry Pi comes with four USB ports, which is really handy. Um, that's probably just about as many as most computers have these days. It comes with a 10100 Ethernet port. It comes built in on the Raspberry Pi 3, Wi-Fi and Bluetooth are actually built on to the board. Uh, Raspberry Pi 2 did not have Wi-Fi built in, so you would need to get a Wi-Fi dongle as well. But Wi-Fi is now built in. Uh, you have a display. You actually have a connection for a camera, uh, which you can connect onto the board. And I think it's the 16 pin. I might be wrong. Um, you also have a display port as well, so you can uh, you could connect an LCD, maybe a 7-inch LCD screen. I'm using it for an application where I'm building a car stereo, so I have a 7.5-inch touch screen, which I connect right into um, the Raspberry Pi display port. comes with HDMI, so you have an HDMI port on here. Uh, you also have a power input. Now it doesn't have an on-off switch built into it on the Raspberry Pi, so just keep that in mind. You can get the power adapters with on-off switches built in. Uh, it's 2.5 amp power adapter. Those are only going to run you about $15, and the board itself is going to run you about $40. Um, SD card about $10. So once you package it all up, probably for around $80 or $90, you are going to have yourself a nice little computer. Now what are some of the things we can do with this? Just to give you an example, uh, as a small business owner, it's pretty hard to be able to budget for projects that larger companies uh, are using, let's say for advertising 
for their customers. Now, even though you have a small business, you could have a clientele of, say, a thousand people. Um, again, all depends on what you do. So I'm what I'm currently doing, and I think is a great application for a lot of people, is uh, because it's open source software that you run on these Raspberry Pis, there's software called Screenly. And Screenly is digital signage. So you go into all these buildings, you might, you know, you might go into um, just a a big, a large company, you walk into their main waiting area, uh, front reception, let's say. And a lot of companies have big screens up. They've got advertising on them. Um, you know, for example, you go into a Tim Hortons and the menu boards are up there. Those are high cost investments. And a lot of small businesses just don't have the funding to do that. So if you were to use Screenly, which is open source software, you can actually turn your Raspberry Pi into a digital signage solution. Put the software on it. You can program it. Um, there's a little bit of setup involved in it, but there's so many help files online that it's uh, quite easily done. You don't have to be a computer expert by any means. I would say that um, somebody even with basic computer knowledge but has a very invested, interested in, com in computers, uh, will excel using um, anything to do with the Raspberry Pi. So yeah, you simply put Screenly software on and um, set yourself up and then you're basically ready to go. So there you have a nice solution, uh, which you've probably saved yourself, you know, a few thousand dollars and you can do your own advertising. You could maybe sell some advertising to people. I'm um, currently working on a golf course scenario. So we have, a, we have a course that we would like to be able to, say, put leaderboards up onto, um, maybe put some advertisement for upcoming events, and you can um, even put screens. And if you think about it, that's all you need is the screens. Once you have screens, you can put the Raspberry Pi onto your network and you can stream out to different monitors. So lots and lots of opportunities for businesses and also for schools. Uh, there's software, it's called PiNet. So if you went to pinet.org.uk, um, you can see that they have, it's a centralized user account and file storage system for Raspberry Pi classrooms. So now you can take a classroom and we all know that, that schools are starting to very much go computerized in the fact that the kids' homework's got to be com on computers. Then you run into where do you save files, how do you share files. And this PyNet solution has been um, worldwide, not just within the UK, but it's used, um, and if you go to their website, you can see that it's used worldwide by hundreds of schools and organizations in over 30 countries, including the United Kingdom, China, Brazil, South Africa, and the United States. It's completely free because it's open source. So that means that you can use it for what you want. You can do what you want with the software. So you can change the program. You can make it your own. Um, they, the way they have it set up is that the Raspberry Pi operating system, which is Raspberryan, 
is also stored on a central server. So you could take an old computer that you have, you could, or you could use the Raspberry Pi as a server, but take an old computer that you have, you could install Raspberry on it, which is simply a Linux-based system, and all of the other Raspberry Pis would boot directly off of your server each time. Um, so that's allowing you to maintain one master operating system. Now you don't have to worry about all these mini computer uh, systems that you have throughout your classrooms or even an office application. Um, students or users can have accounts that are stored on the central PyNet server so they, you can log in on any Raspberry Pi in the classroom and um, you don't have to worry about SD cards. So it's really the same idea as uh, if you were to buy a Chromebook. So again, a Chromebook is a Linux-based system. You log in to your Chromebook with a username and password and that Chromebook connects to the internet and that is where everything that you do is stored. Uh, it's no different than if I log into my Google account on my computer. I go to my phone, I log into my Google account on my phone, all of my information's there. So you can now use these Raspberry Pis as a very simple, low-cost networking solution for file storage and um, you know, it gets you up and running. It's like I said, it's very simple. You can just uh, follow the steps online and they walk you right through it. Now, what are some of the operating systems that you can put on a Raspberry Pi is a question that I get asked a lot. So you can use Ubuntu Mate. You can use Snappy Ubuntu Core. Windows 10 IoT Core. You can use OSMC, which is Open Source Media Center, LibreELEC. So Open Source Media Center and LibreELEC are um, very much the same. They're media centers uh, where you would run Kodi and uh, that type of thing, and then you can put your third-party add-ons in. And um, you have the RISC OS. And they even had, which is a non-Linux distribution, I should say. They even have a we weather station app. Where this is going. Um, you know, and a weather station app might be a cool project for um, kids at school. So if you're a teacher or if you know of teachers that would be interested in something like this, they should definitely check out raspberrypi.org. All right, so the... Um, Raspberry Pi, so the RISC OS Open. So again, open source operating system. Um, all of these files, you will download an image file onto a micro SD card, and you simply plug the micro SD card into your Raspberry Pi, and you boot it up for the first time, and it will walk you through um, a full installation. And before you know it, within five or 10 minutes, you're going to be up and running with um, a nice little low-end, um, didn't break the bank computer, and um, I think that you're gonna love everything about it. Um, so many projects, they use them in robots, um, they're used in home automation. If you've ever thought about automating your house, if you look at how much um, 
what the cost is associated to these devices, whether it's for your lights, whether it's for your thermostat, there's a large cost associated with it. And for you to be able to um, take this small hardware, program it with the software that's already out there, um, I mean Screenly for example, which I spoke about for signage, if you go to the screenly.io, you're going to see that it's a great um, they've got a great website. They're showing you how to get connected. They have um, the open source edition. They have partners. They have blogs. Um, everything's there. And uh, like they say, I mean, right on their website, doesn't take much to set up a, dis a screenly display. Take a TV at the cost-effective tiny Raspberry Pi and a full display HD quality moving imagery, web context, stat static images, etc. Um, whether you're a single screen in your store or thousands of screens nationwide, you management, manage them within a single powerful web interface. So again, you're using the uh, network, you're storing things either on the cloud or you can put external drives to Raspberry Pis and it allows the small business owner to take their business to the next step. And I think these are things that are they're needed. Um, if you want to stay in the game, as they say, you have to try and keep up with what others are doing. And these are just, like I said, a few examples just of what you can do with the Raspberry Pi or any microcomputer um, that you may want to purchase. So the big thing is, guys, when you're buying these, remember, they do not come pre-installed with anything. You, if you plug it in and you turn it on for the first time, nothing's going to happen. You're just going to get a blank screen. So make sure you jump over to the Raspberry Pi website, so raspberrypi.org. You can download the software, so pick what you would like to install on it. As a first time, I would probably install... Um, LibreLEC. You can also use OpenELEC. And again, they have fantastic resources with OpenELEC. You can download the image. And if you watch my video, you will see exactly what programs you need to copy image files over. So uh, you can jump on over to OpenELEC.tv. It's going to once you go into your download area, it's going to say what operating system are you using. So you just go down to your Raspberry Pi and um, away you go. You just load it up, plug it in and uh, start playing around with it. Now, if you guys have any questions, um, this show is only made better by your feedback, by what you would like to hear about. Um, I am new to podcasting. I'm very used to doing YouTube videos. This is sort of a, a completely different avenue. Um, and I think with technology, sometimes it's a lot easier to see things than it is to just hear about them. But I think that um, this is a good way for people to, you know, listen and learn to understand the possibilities and what you can do with um, very little money. Open source is the key. If you don't know about open source, uh, get yourself over to GitHub, G-I-T-H-U-B. GitHub is for open source development. There are millions of projects on there. Um, fantastic 
starting points for some people. And uh, the more you can learn, the really the better off you're going to be. But I am trying to cater this to the new and sort of intermediate user. And um, I don't want people to be afraid of things like Raspberry Pis. Um, I think when people see an actual circuit board, it's not in a case. Um, you open it up out of the box and you see all these pin connectors and and you see the board and you see the soldering joints and I think people panic and you have no reason to panic. They're, if you took the sides and you took your computer out of the case, it would be exactly the same thing. So um, play around with that. I would love to hear about your projects. I would love to hear if you're having trouble. Um, again, please send me an email, SavvyTechGirl at gmail.com. You can also find me on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash SavvyTechGirl. Share your ideas and let's help people out. Let's, people, let's get people understanding uh, what we can do and how we can do it. And I am more than happy to help people get started. And like I said, I do have Raspberry Pi videos on my website or and also on my YouTube channel. So please check them out. Try it out. The worst thing is if you install an operating system on a Raspberry Pi and it doesn't work, put the SD card back in, reload the image first, and you're all set. You just start all over again. It's not a huge process. Um, you're not going to break anything and really it's the best way to learn. So guys, thanks so much for watching. I really do appreciate or listening. I got to get used to that. Um, I really do appreciate it. And, um, like I say, you are the ones that make my show what it is and make my show better. So if there's something you would like to see, if there was something you'd like to hear about in another podcast, please let me know and I will absolutely add it to the list. So guys, I hope you enjoyed this. I hope you enjoy the Raspberry Pi as much as I do and have a fantastic day. Thanks again for listening. Bye for now.